0: First in the morning, morning. SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Good morning. Well, you know all of the problems around electricity at the moment. And so often you see and hear in the news around issues around city power in Joburg. They're the entity that obviously provides electricity to people in Joburg. I mean, just last, just earlier this week, we were speaking to their spokesperson around the problems because of a fire at a substation in the east of the city in the observatory area. And the fact that the cable they had to replace was over 60 years old. Can you imagine? That's just one of the problems. And you've got the financial problems. You've got the huge theft and vandalism. And on top of all of that, and causing a lot of the problems, of course, is load shedding. The chair of City Power in Joburg is Benono Ramakele. So Ramakele, good morning and thanks for your time.
1: Uh, morning to Volvo and Min. And morning to your listeners at home.
0: Firstly, when you look at all of the problems you face, I would imagine a lot of them come down to money. I think you have an overdraft of around 10 billion rand. I would imagine Managing the money, getting enough money in spending the money in the right place has probably got to be one of your biggest issues.
1: Um, yes, in fact, uh, the issue of um, the overdraft is something that um, you know the board and the management has been working on and has a plan on. but it's just a matter of getting support um, you know from the shareholder, which is the city in terms of implementing what the board has asked for. Uh, which is basically restructuring of the balance sheet. And uh, you can effectively do that overnight uh, in terms of conversion of uh, the debt into equity, of which uh, some of the debt uh, actually was repaid uh, more than 10 years ago. Um, But uh, artificially, it it has been kept uh, on the the balance sheet. So those are some of the structural reforms uh, that uh, we have asked for. Uh, but in terms of uh, money to actually do the work uh, on the ground, um, one of the things that uh, we're looking into is to how do you rope in the travel sector as well? Because you're not going to be able to replace all of the cables, uh, substations, mini-subs, etc., and make them modern mm-hmm. uh, with only government money. And what you've been raising, Stephen, is not just an observatory, it's all over, especially in the inner city and in Port. You would appreciate that... Uh, Johannesburg has possibly some of the oldest networks because we were the first to get electricity Mm. because of the mines and so forth. So you find that a lot of the infrastructure that's there is actually quite old, including the water infrastructure. So one of the things that the board is looking into is to say, let us bring in pension funds, let us bring in uh, private sector players, and uh, let us give them exposure to certain parts of our network in terms of uh, refurbishing that particular network. And then we can use the grants we get from government to areas that uh, may not be as good in terms of uh, vending and, uh, and revenue collection because of historical issues.
0: So what would deals with the private sector look like? I mean, would they just be lending you money and you would pay it back? Would that be the pension fund? Would you actually say uh, this big company can come in, rebuild a substation, or take over a substation, take over the running of it and you'll pay them a fee? Or would that company actually, you know, be paid through the billing? Would it be allowed to bill residents? I mean, how far down this road would you go?
1: We are working on the modalities with National Treasury uh, at this point in time so that uh, we've got a model that works for the city that also works uh, for investors uh, as well. Um, but uh, we are thinking more of a, not necessarily a debt instrument but uh, an equity instrument whereby investors do have an exposure uh, to the sales of electricity. City Power continues to run the entity. Uh, but runs it uh, partly with utilizing uh, private sector funds. But the private sector funds are not coming into the city's infrastructure. I mean, um, ecosystem uh, as debt. Uh, you know, it, it ideally it would have been uh, special purpose uh, vehicles um, that uh, have the money and then invest into specific parts uh, of uh, of the network. To give you context. If we were to use uh, government uh, money, uh, it would take us roughly 50 years to yeah. be able to catch up uh, with the infrastructure backlog.
0: Your relationship uh, with the city, and it can get a bit complicated because, you know, occasionally uh, there'll be a vote in the council and the city will change. <laughs> Suddenly the people in charge will change. There's nothing you can do about that. Um, is that difficult? I mean, are you find you're getting on all right with the sort of political people in charge?
1: Yes, I think uh, there's been a lot of stability that has been brought about, especially after the change of government, the government of local unity last year, uh, March. I think there's been a lot of uh, stability um, and there's a lot more uh, direction and there's a lot more vision that is focused on uh, delivering uh, for residents and also thinking outside of the box. So the relationship is quite solid. Um, I think, um, you know, like any other relationship, you work on it uh, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But overall, uh, I think the, 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 the political uh, leadership and the stability, you know, from the MMC, um, you know, of infrastructure, Jack Squire has been quite uh, admirable and other MMCs and executive mayor, etc. So I think it's been, it's, 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 it's quite good, but it's robust and we we'll continue to work on it.
0: You, like other people, have to deal with load shedding. That has a big impact on your infrastructure. You have to switch things on and off all the time. They're not designed in that way. Also, when the power is off, it's easier to steal some of the infrastructure, and we've all seen that. In Cape Town, um, I'm sure you saw their press release, Mr. Ramokele. They've been very proud of the fact that they're introducing um, more power to try and alleviate load shedding. In a way, it's a bit easier for them because they've got that dam, which was built many years ago. Um, But they're, they're also now paying residents for electricity the residents contribute from their solar systems. The measures for you to try and mitigate load shedding, how is that going? I know you want to use the, uh, the coal-fired power station at what's called uh, the Kelvin power station, but are you looking at other measures too?
1: Yes. Actually, Kelvin is not owned by City Power. It's privately yeah. owned. Um, we managed to extend uh, the Kelvin uh, agreement for another three years. Uh, that was last year, uh, July, August. Um, we've also introduced a short-term power purchase agreement because um, the law doesn't allow us to procure more than three years. Um, so we did a short-term program whereby if you, Stephen, have got uh, a rooftop or you've got uh, a nuclear station, you've got whatever that can give us power, um, you, we just simply buy it from you from a period of, uh, of three years. So we've already procured 98 uh, megawatts uh, using that. We announced that last year. Uh, November, And um, we've also put in uh, a virtual uh, PV power station utilizing government buildings. Um, and most importantly, we're also refurbishing our open cycle gas turbines, which is uh, your jet fuel powered uh, mm. power stations. And we will be announcing that uh, I think in the next coming days, that will give us another 100 megawatts. Um, And the big, big, big ticket item uh, remains our 20-year IPP. We just got municipal approval. And we're saying anybody who has got uh, projects that wants to sell power to the grid of Johannesburg can do so. To give you context, if uh, the city power grid um, was a country... Uh, it would be 10 times out of Lesotho. It would be bigger than yeah. Namibia, bigger than Botswana, bigger than Mozambique. So it's a very, very big ticket item that for 20 years we're going to have stable power and diversify um, away uh, from uh, from ESCOM. And these are things that I Uh It's just that maybe our we, we, we don't punt ourselves that much. And everybody quotes Cape Town a lot, but I think they should be looking more <laughs> to the city power environment because we are also looking at baseload power as well because we are not going to make Johannesburg grow just by focusing on solar uh, only. Uh, We're looking at sustainable uh, energy sources that will put us in a good state uh, as Johannesburg for years to come.
0: One of the things that would make your lives much easier, and you'll know this better than I do, is to put everyone in Joburg on prepaid. Um, There's huge arguments all the time around billing and the the estimates, which I think drive people mad because the estimates can be all over the place. People get bills they simply cannot pay. Um, And I'm sort of amazed that we've known that prepaid is easier for years and years and years. I know there's political resistance to it. But surely it would be better for you to just put everyone in Joburg on prepaid, whether they want it or not. Um, and frankly, it would just be better, I think, for everybody. You'll never have a billing surprise.
1: No, I don't, I don't think there's a resistance. Actually, uh, we are very much pro uh, smart meters. And that's what we're actually rolling out. We're rolling out a big, big program and uh, on smart meters. And we actually want to replace all meters and make sure that they are smart. And not just in Johannesburg. Um, but we've also signed a memorandum uh, of agreement uh, with uh, the Houghton Provincial Government led by the Premier, and uh, one of the key programs in that program is to say, let's replace all meters and make them smart all across the province. And not only does it allow you to deal with issues of billing, but it also allows you to do what we call a smart meter load limiting, meaning that in your household, Stephen, if you just switch off your, your giza, you switch off uh, your stove, Um, Even if there is load shedding, it will give you enough amps, uh, let's say between 10 to 50 amps, that you are able uh, to continue living your life. Your Wi-Fi is on, your lights are on, your TV is on, and it does not disrupt your life uh, in any event. I mean, even the area that I live in, there's a pilot that is going on. I have not felt load shedding. I don't have a smart an inverter. I don't have solar. I'm, I'm exposed to load shedding like every other South African. But because of the smart meter load limiting that is being piloted in my area, and it's not because I'm the chair of City Power, but it's, it's something that was randomly done uh, by ESCOM. So uh, the, 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 the issue of smart meters, trust me, is top of our agenda. We've got a big program on that. We're heavily investing into that infrastructure, and which is something that in South Africa we have not really done, which is invest in demand-side management. We spend a lot on the generation uh, fleet and transmission uh, of late, but we have not really invested into the, uh, the demand side uh, of, uh, of the equation.
0: Benolo Romokele, thanks very much indeed. I really appreciate the time. The chair there of City Power in Johannesburg shows you some of the difficulties in managing all of these problems.